You know, in America today, one of the problems we're having is the relationship between law enforcement and our local communities, especially the communities of color. And uh, having worked in the law enforcement community and being a member of the other subset of the minority community or the people of color community in America, you see, um, as, as I've spoken of before, one of the uh, issues that I have with when we talk about Hispanic American, African American, Asian American, we then refer to European Americans as just American. So if you're going to call one, one thing, you need to call the other. So if you're going to reference to uh, African-Americans as African-American, then you should also reference European-Americans as European-American, not just American. But the reason why I brought that up is because we're talking about law enforcement a lot and how law enforcement is uh, at odds with uh, American citizens and, uh, and in most cases the the group, the subset of America that catches the the brunt of the brutality of many police officers in America is the uh, those Americans of color, of a darker color. All right. So let, let's talk about why that is. All right. Because one of the things, one of the problems that we have is it's like a cycle, right? The the police, and not all, but as a whole, policing agencies pretty much stand together and stand united. Even when they're dead wrong, okay? So in cases, for instance, like uh, when officers are clearly in the wrong and they killed someone, oftentimes, not all, but oftentimes, uh, those officers get off with uh, something like a suspension or in some cases, nothing at all. But let's talk about what perpetuates this thing, right? So the the unease between Americans and the, its police force. I, you know, I just saw this thing about Marcy's Law, all right? Uh, this is something that was m- meant and intended to protect victims, of crimes. So once again, someone in the law enforcement community has found a way to turn something good against its victims. All right. So when, when, when it's the police officer who has victimized someone, okay. One case in particular where a young man was shot by the police officer and uh, it's clear that the the young man was getting down onto the ground per the officer's direction and he decided, okay, let me get down. Soon as he did that, the officer fired off a few shots, right? Uh, He hit the young man in his leg and he hit him in the head. The, The young man survived. Now, what they did 
they said, we're going to use Marcy's law so that we don't have to release this officer's name. Now, how is that when the officer is not the victim? Or so they say, right? Or so we say. Well, what they did was they charged this young man with a crime, even though the initial purpose for stopping him uh, was not a criminal thing. So they stopped this guy. Uh, he winds up shooting him. And then because they don't want to release this officer's name, they charge this young man with a crime against the officer. Now, the, the district attorney dropped all charges against this young man. Uh, and But yet, because the, those in law enforcement want to protect the officer who did the shooting, and for all intents and purposes was an unjustified shooting, uh, even though they would disagree. So even though those charges were dropped and the young man settled for like $650,000, which I think is ridiculous considering the issues that he's having as a result of this shooting. They, they, they charged him, it appears, so that the officer would be protected now. Now the officer's the victim. They're saying that, basically they're saying or implying that this young man was coming at the officer or something with this, uh, what they thought he had was a weapon. Uh, he did not have a weapon. Uh, now, why is this a problem? This new interpretation of this law. Well, the reason it's a problem is because now, so that officers can so that we can protect officers' privacy for fear of threat, which is, which is a justified uh, uh, concern, okay? So I don't want to take that away. Uh, but what we're going to do, what, the, what, what we're going to be doing now is in order to preempt an officer uh, who's done something that is newsworthy and may cause him or her to have some uh, threats against their life. Now, in order to prevent that information from getting out about that officer, guess what's going to happen? Mark my word. They're going to charge people who are otherwise the victim of bad policing they're going to charge them with an additional crime to make it stick so that that officer doesn't have to release their information. You, you see what I'm saying? You see the connection? Because by putting that additional charge, which, is, which should be unconstitutional, you know, to put an additional charge on, on someone to justify them, uh, the officer's name not being released, is just not right. All too often in the last several years and more so recently, all kind of laws are being enacted that are contradictory, counterproductive to the point where um, citizens are being treated as if they're in another country. Uh, our rights are slowly being eroded. So 
This is the thing, folks. Just like in 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 voting uh, with voting rights, what what a lot of people don't understand is when you are okay with one subset of America, one subset of America rights being violated. When you're okay with their rights being violated, it's only a matter of time before yours will be violated. When you're okay with someone else's voting rights being attacked, it's only a matter of time before your rights are being taken away as well. You got to keep that in mind. Thinking that you're going to discriminate against someone else based on their race, creed, color, and it's not going to affect you sooner or later, you're sadly mistaken. 